0: Thanks for downloading this podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced, or used in any form without permission.
1: Tell your friends they can get their own copy by searching iTunes for Radio Lamont or visiting RadioLamont.com.
0: From the world's first officially recognized sim racing group, it's
2: the Tora Radio Show. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of the world. This is the Torah Radio Show here on RS1. It is Thursday. It's 8 p.m., so that means it's time for your usual collection of occasionally discussing sin bracing, but mostly us making fun of each other. Um, it's US this show this week, so I am, of course, Ben Williams joining me. Of course, he's back, Mr. Luris Satterley. How are you doing, Lily?
1: I'm doing good. It still throws me off whenever you say 8 p.m. and I look outside, it's still daylight, and I look at the clock and it says 3. I know, it's 3 for us, but for yeah, three most no, it's, it's
2: still, it throws our listeners, apparently, it's, yeah. Joining us, though, this week, he's finally logged enough time in Flight Simulator that he's actually made it to the Americas, that order. <laughs> it was so busy, or so windy in the UK this week that it literally just blew me from here. Jordan Groves is here. How are you doing,
0: Jordan? yeah I'm good um, windswept yeah one minute I was jumping on a trampoline the next minute I'm on the eastern seaboard so I'm not really sure what happened oh by the way
1: Ben it was three lanterns by the way
2: three lanterns
1: yeah one by if by land two if by sea three Three, if by air it was three uh... Uh...
0: that was I immediately regret coming up (laughs) (laughs) yep
1: (laughs) the British are coming the British are coming
0: take me back (laughs)
1: I immediately regret this decision. So, it on tonight like show, <laughs> tonight's and show. Tonight's show. And that's your history lesson for today, ladies and gentlemen. We're done. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. Tonight's show is of course our usual mix of sim racing news along with opinions and um general other topics of sim ra- sim racing nature, if I could speak. Um I like that actually, sim racing nature. Yes. Let's actually start with iRacing tonight, gentlemen. Let's get all of the positive things, and then we'll talk about the <laughs> big negative elephant in the room. Um, iRacing has confirmed that there will be five new tracks added to <clears throat> their f- roster of free content, excuse me, uh, coming in the next major update. Um, in terms of track, that means uh, Land Motorsport Park.
1: Uh, Which is a dirt oval.
2: Yes, I, I'm making sure that I get that.
1: Um, He's checking the list as we speak, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so this is a perfect time for <laughs> banter for me and John. <laughs> and then is everybody wonders how we get sidetracked all the time. Yes,
2: it's worded confusingly. Um, I Walk Motorsports will join Aldrin Park, Alton Park, um, Langley Speedway, Southern National Motorsport Park venues. Um, we'll be joining um, the free content roster as well as the Volkswagen Jetta D. DI and the Dirt UMP modified. Nice! Yes. Additionally, um, iRaising has announced that a bunch of their other older content will be added to its legacy content, but because it's a little bit more whether it's going to be um, half its price reduced to only £2.25, so that's, what, $3? Something like that?
0: Probably about $10 or so.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Um. No, it's dollars, not Canadian. Anyway, um. (laughs) So those two cars are the the Corvette C7 DP and the Honda HPE ARX CO. Zero one dash C LMP. It's a very catchy name. Yes, (laughs) it also makes little to no sense. But um, for those who are paying along at home, then knows that there is a. New Delara LMP2 car coming to the game soon. We'll of course notice that both of those are LMP2 cars. So <laughs> there's no release date for when season four update will be at this time. However, it it, it can't be that long. The
0: season it'll be up- within the next two to three weeks. I, yeah, I the believe the date. Totally yeah, I was
1: gonna say they usually tend to put all their updates between each. Official series season, which tend to last eight to ten weeks, it all depends on. I think what we are week on.
0: eleven at this point.
1: Oh, I that's think. right. So, we're oh no, we're not into the third or fourth quarter yet, are we? No. This, this will Although be the, season, four, the fourth this will season, be season. Actually, four tends to roll over though. to the first couple of weeks of the new year. No, the, this was, the
0: next one will be season four. So, season four will be in September. Yeah, there we go. So. I'm so excited for that Mazda. Uh, yeah. Delara, sorry. I cannot wait. Yeah. You mean that Cadillac?
1: So. I mean, the, the Porsche 919. I mean, you sorry,
0: mean the Acura, I, right I mean, um. Either way, it's good because, uh, like, the, we've been crying out for LMP2 uh, content, so it makes sense that we finally get it just as Imsa's is about to replace it with another category. Um, but yeah, it, it'll be good because, um, uh, not a lot of people. <laughs> Not a lot of people really race uh, the the highest category on the on IMSA uh, on iRacing because they don't really like uh, the uh, Corvette C7 DP or the um, LMP2. So it, it'll be cool. And the teasers that put up, like they put up a uh, drive by with the uh, uh, Delara uh, Isle, I think it was. It sounds yeah, sweet. Belle Isle. It does sound sweet. I can't wait to give that a go. My
1: question is, Is where did they get the model from, if they scanned it off of a car, or if they got the uh, CAD drawings from Delara themselves? Yes.
0: I believe most of the time they just scan the whole car itself, so I wonder but if they did that the same time. The they case, did. that's the case, because
1: they're a US-based company, they would have to fly to Europe, because to the best of my knowledge, they're the only continent that has... Working LMP2 car that is in the, or the only working Delora spec LMP2 car, as opposed to here in the States we just had the Cadillacs, which are
0: well, they've got the uh, teams that run the uh, Delara in IMSA, so they they probably just went to one of their shops or something like that.
1: It might have. I'm not entirely sure.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: We definitely know. I'm that,
2: curious to know that. We definitely know that the two GT4s were both um, IMSA cars from the Yeah Michelin Pilot Cup chat series, so I don't know um, yeah, definitely something we look forward to the, the um, images and the, <laughs> the videos that they've been releasing about that car, it's just I, I want it now <laughs> give it to me yes. it's highly desirable Yeah, and, and modern LMP well, yeah, modern LMP2 has definitely been something that's been lacking on the iRacing service Or in any game in general, actually, um, yeah. So be looking for, out for that in the next couple of weeks. Um, Jordan, you want to talk about AMS two?
0: Yeah, it's a bit of an extension as to what we spoke about on uh, last week's show on the UK version. Uh, we, I believe, we mentioned uh, that the uh, sim would be uh, seeing the arrival of the McLaren MP4 twelve, the nineteen ninety seven car. Mm-hmm. Um, that was duly, release, uh, duly released a couple, I think it was a couple of days after we um, put that show out and um, we kind of glossed over the McLaren. I didn't twig the significance of it and I, I, I wanted to bring it up when I knew I was coming on this show. So the 1997 McLaren, um, those of you who are Formula One anoraks uh, might remember had a bit of a, um a bit of an interesting feature, um, which would be the, a dual brake system. Um, now, it, it's a lot I, yeah, it's I, a lot more complicated than I'm able to explain it, but essentially what it allowed the car... It was a second brake pedal uh, down in the footwell, and it allowed the driver to brake um, independently, the, either the left rear or the right rear wheel, depending on whether the track was anti-clockwise or clockwise. And uh, in, in layman's terms, essentially that would act as an anchor that would give the car better turn-in ability on mid- to high-speed corners. So, its I've never heard of this, I must admit. I've never heard of this thing, but admittedly, I was one year old at the time. Um
2: <laughs> so, makes um, you feel better, I was six.
0: <laughs> yeah, the, the usual thing we do when we discover just how young I am compared to all of you.
2: Yes. Um, <laughs> I, I, I see that Lewis is being very quiet in this discussion.
0: Shut up! I don't actually know how old Lewis is. How old are you?
1: I am now currently 32, but I feel like I'm 18.
0: Yeah, that's all that matters. It's, it's about yeah, how old you yeah. feel, not how old you are. Um, but yeah, essentially, with, the, with the arrival me. of this into, <laughs> with the car into... Well, I still collect LEGO, so I'm like 6. Um, well, <laughs> um well, in that yeah, case,
1: car, I'm, I'm actually still 5 then.
0: <laughs> but yeah, the car's arrival into AMS 2 essentially means sure that... that cool. Yeah, the arrival of this car into the sim... Um, I, I wasn't sure whether they would have this system implemented because it's quite a niche thing and no other car has this kind of system. But it's there. And mm-hmm. lo and behold, it works bloody brilliantly. So if, if you have AMS2 and um, you've, um, this is a free car, so it's a free add-on, you don't have to pay anything for it, give it a try. It's, it's really, really interesting to try and drive. I've got it mapped to my clutch pedal. because obviously uh, 97 Grand Prix cars, you wouldn't have a, a clutch pedal. Uh, or they were just phasing them out at that time mm-hmm. and trying to get the feel of, of how much pressure you need to put this extra extra pedal to anchor literally anchors the car around the corner when you when you're understeering a little bit because the 97 cars didn't have the best turn in anyway. it's a really <laughs> weird sensation and but but yeah i was I was quite impressed i, I know that uh reza slash riser they, they do put a lot of uh detail into um cars like this i was really impressed to see them do all of the effort to implement this mm-hmm. for just one car it won't <laughs> it won't feature on any other car that they add to this sim i was gonna say i just can't wait for somebody to come out with this
1: sim version of uh the mclaren that had the f duct that would be cool i would like i would that like would to be see cool that. wouldn't it
0: yeah there's all sorts things. mean it would just
1: probably sorts. be a button that's on the bottom of your rig that you could stick your knee up into but still that would be cool to simulate <laughs>
0: Yeah, like the emergency stop buttons that some people yeah, have exactly. on like high-end rigs, but just you know, just smack it like that or something. But like, there's all sorts of cars throughout history with like these weird little uh, things that would get banned. Like, like I maybe if you use like a on the subject of flight simulator, if you had a flight sim yoke, you could recreate das. So yeah. yeah, maybe that's something they could. It really they could, could. Have a look I was going <laughs> to actually
1: say, can you imagine a steering rig that's like that? But yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, just get a flight right. sim yoke. That that'll do. I wonder if um if anyone out there is a sim racer and has a flight sim yoke. Is it possible to use that with a racing game? I know you wouldn't. There isn't a way to get the DAS implemented because that isn't a function within the game. But, yeah. Um, um, yeah. Just see whether that's possible. I don't believe that
2: flight sim yokes have quote unquote force feedback, though. So I don't think I don't know. I'm sure how well that would work.
0: Yeah, that's fine. Who needs force feedback? <laughs> Uh I feel <laughs> like
1: I'm driving on a cloud. Just look at this. Yeah, yeah it's made for airplanes.
0: <laughs> the ride quality is outstanding.
2: Mm-hmm. So I feel I'm I'm on on
0: air. <laughs> In fairness with the amount of time I'm in the air in Sims, like rolling, I probably do need to start using a flight sim yoke.
1: Well, in fairness, <laughs> you just went ahead and just stopped mm-hmm. racing altogether and you picked up Microsoft Flight Simulator. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yep. It, well, not. I've got the flight sim. So maybe I need to retire from my sim racing career and just go full time on flight sim. It is sim. not a race
2: with Jordan unless he rolls the car. That's what exactly. we've decided yeah. off air, that it's a requirement at this point.
0: Yeah. It's ticking every box. Yes. It's like my pre flight checks. Yes. Did you, wait, <laughs> did you roll it at VIR whenever you did that? Um, Not in the stream, but I did in practice. Fail. So does that count? Yeah. Okay. No, it has to be I've on a, camera. I've got a great picture of an <laughs> F three car where I, I completely yeeted it over a um, over a bank. So, nah, yeah, I guess that's one of the rare occasions where I didn't actually roll. So,
2: yeah, um, progress. Let's keep kind <laughs> of I'm on mistaken.
1: This. I did a uh, sprint car race with you, Jordan, and you didn't roll.
0: Oh yeah, maybe I'm learning. We should have filmed that. What are we doing? We should have filmed that. Maybe, maybe, yeah, it's the rare moment where we can chronicle a time where I actually managed to keep on. All four wheels. No, I was just. Well, I'm sure we're going to go back to the
1: Archives and find that replay. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs>
2: just right. historic.
1: Uh, moving
2: on to kind of Formula One related topics. Um, F1 2020 has its newest updates has become available. Um, more attempts to fix kind of its more outstanding bugs and issues in game. Uh, things like. Xbox One, or Xbox Wheel Controls no longer control the car and the camera at the same time, which, you know, sounds like a good thing. <laughs> that, that's tend to that be sounds a, sounds bit a, of a very good thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, team Headquarters interviews will now trigger in the second season and beyond, which I can imagine if you're that far in your career and you get to the second season, it's like, oh, there's no one want to hear from me anymore? So, right. Yeah. Yeah,
0: and especially as in those both, interviews are important. done. Especially with those interviews done with Will Buxton. I want as much of that as possible. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's a legend. I love it. <laughs>
2: yeah. um, in driver career, players with driver move sets to off can now move teams. Okay. <laughs> yes, because we all want to see Hamilton and uh, Williams just for the Wolves. Um, <laughs> Fuel assists will no longer force the player to use Rick's mix in the race strategy practice program.
0: Oh, dear. Yeah. Um, it's just little things, I guess. Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, custom race strategies will no longer underfuel the car in wet weather.
0: That's a bit strange, because you kind of want the car to be underfueled in wet weather, because when you're driving in the wet, you're using less fuel because you're off the throttle more. Mm-hmm. So I, I wouldn't see that as a bug. I'd see that as just a little bit more realistic. Actually, in fairness, if I'm in
1: wet weather, I would kind of want more weight on the car anyway. That way it creates more downforce naturally.
0: Yeah, it could go either way, I guess. Mm
2: -hmm. I I think the focus on this, though, gentlemen, is that now you can control it. Yes. Instead of it just doing it on (laughs)
0: its own.
1: Oh, rat farts. I didn't want to control it. (laughs) Well, there you go. They don't listen to you, Louie. No, nobody ever listens to me. Um
2: you can probably also read be the past news if you care for all that kind of information. Um, Codemasters has also confirmed that um, they still intend to release a 2020 Formula Two update for free um, sometime in the future. Um, we're also expecting further AI tweaks to better reflect 2020
0: teams, driver performances,
2: Ferrari nerfs, etc.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, apparently they're going to make the driver of the number 5 Ferrari a little bit more prone to spinning or something like that.
1: (laughs) Shots fired.
2: Yeah. Um, So F1 2020, definitely if you are interested in Formula Cars, uh, definitely something to look at on the show. I don't know if we say that enough.
1: Uh, Speaking of... uh of that game, somebody I saw online that put a gripe out there saying that there needs to be more content available out there for helmet options and paint livery designs that you could put in game. It's like, there's this individual not know about the fact that you can go online and download whatever livery that you want and put it yeah. on a it certain livery console
0: player. Yeah. That's the only downside Which that I could understand. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right for us because that, like that's why I wasn't particularly, um, worried about the customization options this game had is because I'm like, I'm on PC. It don't matter. Like They had the... You know, the they had a couple of... I think it was about four weeks or so between the launch of the game and them implementing the black liveried Mercedes. Um, I specifically kept watching Race Department to see how long it would take for somebody to upload it. And it was the same day that it released. Yep. <laughs> that somebody had the black Mercedes. Although yeah. well, that's even you, more it's... hilarious. You know, though,
2: <laughs> um, when... I think I've said this on the show before, but I'm going to say it again just because it's funny to me. You know that um, someone at Codemasters saw Mercedes release their new livery
1: and went, just went, oh, come on! <laughs> I was going to say, the game was out before that livery was released, so they naturally had the silver one, which is what it... the in- initial launch was, and then all of a sudden that comes out, and it's just like, really, Mercedes, what are you going to do? Yeah,
0: it was literally, it was about, yeah, it to be yeah, so rude? Like, it was about, like, four days or so before the game came out that they released that livery and they just finished updating the Williams. <laughs> yeah, And then the whole field has slight changes that they introduced with the Wii Racers 1 stuff. <laughs> they really rubbed it in there. And then they start adding tracks as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel you, for them. Because of the unique
2: way that um, games are updated, they probably had to submit something and it took weeks to get through, like, Microsoft checks and PlayStation yeah, checks and whatnot. That's
0: stuff. something I learned with uh, Minecraft updates back in the day when I when I played the Xbox version of Minecraft. Um, it would always take a lot longer for them to get updates, purely because like PC would usually get the updates very quickly mm. because Minecraft was off of its own launcher. But it tends to be much quicker to get updates through Steam and stuff. Then it would be PlayStation, and then Xbox would usually be like a week later, just as how long it takes to get updates approved. So yeah, it's um, it can be a bit frustrating having to wait for that kind of thing. <laughs> All
2: right, sorry. I'm- Distracted by a piece of news that might be relevant, but I can't be bothered to read it. <laughs>
1: Good. So it must be irrelevant then, Ben.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> th- this is me prolonging the show so we don't get overly negative. But apparently, Forts Street could be affected by the Apple versus Epic Fortnite battle. Which, oh,
0: no. I mean, it's oh, Forza no, Street. No, not so Forza not, Street. Oh, not really dear. The show, so, yeah. Not all of the players for Forza Street. No. <laughs>
1: Actually, literally, what just popped on my mind with that, whenever he did it. it, was a scene from Austin Powers where the guy's just sitting there screaming at them in a the steamroller, going, No! <laughs> and they're still miles away, and they're telling him to get out of the way, and he's still freaking out, you know? That's literally what just popped in my head. Yeah. Speaking of
2: steamrollers, <laughs> shall we talk about Project Cars 3?
1: Yeah, let's steamrollers <laughs> through this and get back onto some positive news, shall we? Yeah. So,
0: I Project absolutely Cars
1: love 3. the way we keep leading into this every week. Yeah, I
2: know. <laughs> Project Cars 3, for those who aren't playing at home, um, launches for its rigor yep. release tomorrow. Um, that being Friday, the 28th. Is that the 28th? Yeah, it's the 28th. That's uh, a our... mini
1: to Black Friday.
2: Yes. Or, <laughs> or on Tuesday, the twenty fifth for the deluxe edition players, which, as you can imagine, as we've talked about Project Cards three on this show, we're not exactly sure why you would buy it in advance. But it's your money; <laughs> you do with it what you want. I guess. Um. Though, we've already seen a pretty significant amount of gameplay as, um, Codemasters through and I can't remember what their partner
0: program is. Racing uh, Racing Ahead? Something like that. Is it Racing Ahead? Hang on. Bear with me. Well, Jordan looks at that.
2: Um, through their partner program, there's been... (laughs) Racing Ahead, yes. Yes. There's been a significant amount of, um, YouTubers and streamers that have been playing the game since last Friday. And, um there's been some mixed reviews and Mm. responses to Project Cars 3. Um, Obviously, Project Cars 3, as a general recap, um, is supposed to be the follow-up from Project Cars 2, um, which was originally developed um, by Sully Mad Studios to be one of the more Sim-focused titles out there. Um, Project Cars um, stands for... Community Assisted Racing Simulator. Um, so, that's what everyone has come to expect from a title that brings to bear the Project Cars name. Uh, Project Cars 3 is not that. Uh, Project Cars 3 is much more of a s- arcade, simcade, not really sure what it is, Cade game that um, kind of aims for that middle ground where that's usually occupied by Forza and Gran Turismo. Um, we know that we're still several months away from Gran Turismo. I think we're at least two or three months away from Gran Turismo 7. And we I believe
1: that's were... going to come out on the new console, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so, yeah, in so around holiday probably. time. Yeah.
2: Um, digressing. Um, and we know there were probably a year, year and a half, if not two, for the next Forza title. So it makes sense to get into the market now. However, it has some issues.
0: Jordan, yeah, I, sup- I suppose you could say that. Now, um, I'm a little bit passionate on this subject, so I a shall just a little bit um... passionate. <laughs> <so> he's not <laughs> I the I only just... one. I shall just clarify that before before I start. Um, now, there, there is obviously the caveat that none of us in this in this booth. Have um, played the game yet? But like, because I knew that wasn't going to happen, and uh, because I know none of us are really going to buy it, because it's just not our thing. Which is fine. Um, Which is fine. It can be not our thing. That's fine. Not everything has to be our thing. Um, So I made the effort to watch as many different viewpoints and take up as many different viewpoints of people playing this game as possible, so I can try and build an understanding of both sides. Yeah, you and I
2: pretty much watched almost the same people. yeah so, so so
0: in, in particular the mm-hmm. the two people who have good arguments for both sides are Jimmy Broadbent, who very much approached this um as a former player former backer even of project cars. He invested quite a lot um of money and time into project cars the original game when it was first mm-hmm. coming out one of um, his and most then he
2: got... viewed sorry, one of his most viewed videos on YouTube is him playing project cars
0: two in v r Yes, and that okay. video is, is stunning. And, we, and we'll, I might mention that later, actually, because mm-hmm. there's quite a decent comparison there. And then the other streamer is um, a former guest of this show, um, Aerotech, mm-hmm. Uh Keenan.
2: AeroHG, even though he doesn't yeah. make that name.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he very much uh, approached this as somebody who wasn't a fan of Project Cars 1 or 2. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody who, given the promotional... Uh, the, like, the videos that we had in promotion for this game... Was amongst us who knew this game was going to be an arcade, yeah, um, and was very much approaching it and looking forward to the arcade experience because he's not so much of a sim person. Um, so yeah, so I'll I'll return to this point later on as this is a, a, this is a different criticism that doesn't actually impact the the physical game like the game isolated on its own. Um, the marketing of the game was very strange. Um, yeah. That, Firstly, that, that's, a good, that's a good word for it. Let's leave it at that. It's very strange. Um, yes. So obviously it's the third Project Cars. As Ben said, the previous two games were oriented, oriented toward the sim spectrum.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And a lot of the uh, developer blogs and stuff like that, and even the CEO of Slightly Mad Studios, Ian Bell, even as early as a couple of days ago this week, were still maintaining that this game is a sim. It is not a sin. <laughs> From it is not. Everyone who has played this game can agree it is not a sin. Now, something that we've said for the last few months, and it seems like we say it every, every, every show now, it, that's not a bad thing. <laughs> no it's not in In terms of in terms of the direction that slightly Mad studios took with this game from moving it toward a sim orientated game to an arcade orientated game i can completely understand that because the market for sim racing is saturated with really good simulators you've got i racing assetto corsa acc r factor ams2 like th- there's a lot there yeah,
2: yeah race room and you forgot race I,
0: room I, yeah and race room. Like, see, it, it, there's enough there where you can even forget some. Yeah. <laughs> so that kind of underlines the point. And then when on the arcade side, after Grid kind of tanked last year, there's only really Forza Horizon. I wouldn't really put Forza Motorsport in an arcade. That's that awkward. Horrible sim-cade. thing that I keep saying, which is SimCade, which I hate <laughs> that way of saying it. Um, but, but really, will say it, and like ladies it. and gentlemen.
1: If you really want to make Jordan sick to his stomach, say the word <laughs> SimCade and get him to say <laughs> it numerous times. Yeah, it's like ASMR.
0: People, you know, <laughs> you know how people don't like the word moist. Yeah, it's SimCade like that. is that word for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so on the on the on the pick up and play arcade side, you've really only got Forza Horizon. To, uh, Forza Horizon. What number are we on? Four. Four. Four good i completely forgot <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. so, so so for project cars to take the third title into that area it makes perfect sense because there is a massive market to be filled for an arcade game that is pick up and play good. is arcade. really really fun and has great content yeah like basically the, the yardstick we keep using for this is grid from 2008 that was superb yeah, in terms of arcade racer absolutely superb it nailed it nailed what it was going for yeah grid Two um, from i want to say
2: 2013 2014
0: yeah, grid 2 grid autosport they slowly started getting a little bit further away from that so grid 2008 was was the benchmark for kind yeah. of an arcade racer and and like as we mentioned last year with, with the re-release of grid it just was not great yeah. it was totally unforgettable um and as, as we've seen with Project Cars 3 from the gameplay, it very much does look like it has nailed the arcade style. Like, those who are approaching it as an arcade racer have had a lot of fun with it. People like Aero, people like Actual Vision, um, even Sim Racing 604, who is more of a sim racer, has said it is quite a lot of fun to drive. And if, it's a pro- if it is an arcade game, which it is, it nails that. Mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun there are some issues um, the AI for example is probably the the issue that um, mo- most people have highlighted yeah, because the, the AI are just terrible <laughs> yeah, from
2: the videos that Jordan and I both watched, the AI it's it's like do you have depending upon where the position of the moon is at that given time <laughs> will determine if they are repetitive or not
1: and that's not an exaggeration
0: the Mm -hmm. arrangement of the objects in the room that you are playing will depend on the energy that goes into the ai it's it's that level of like to to use an example from jimmy's stream for example he jumped in and started i think last in a two-minute sprint race crashed a lot and beat the ai on their highest difficulty by eight seconds it's not great and yeah. what's more the ai seem uh incapable of racing clean they seem to want to make a lot of content, uh contact with you but i guess with an arcade racer from memory that does tend to happen so hmm. it's fine because ai ai or ai you can update them as we go along i mean ams2 for example the ai at launch or during early access were very bad now they are very good so maybe that's something that they'll look at updating for project Cars three other little issues for Project Cars Three: the graphics uh, ten looked like they've made a significant step back. Project Cars Two, I would say, was probably the best-looking sim game. Uh, bearing in mind ACC wasn't out at that point, yeah, um, it was the best-looking sim of its time. Yeah, this looks worse than Project Cars One.
2: It. it... I heard a rumor that this is potentially, Project Cars 3, it's potentially the scrapped mobile phone game that SMS was working on prior to being purchased by Cody's, which would explain a
0: lot. Honestly, the, the the UI looks very mobile game, doesn't it?
2: The UI looks very mobile game. The car, like, the models they use for the cars, it's like, it's not nearly as highly detailed... As it has been in previous Project Cars games, Um, it's things like little reflections aren't there.
0: It's the cars look like they're like layered on top of the game, as opposed to being actually in the environment that they are placed into. Yeah, they they do. Yeah, there's no reflection, as you say.
2: Yeah, it's just the little things that. Yeah, if you spent significant amount of time with like Project Cars or Project Cars Two. That you would pick up on more, Mm. like, you're used to what the Slightly Mad engine does.
0: Yeah. I urge you, uh, listeners, to watch, uh, I don't know whether he's clipped it um, into its own individual sequence, but uh, Jimmy Broadbent did a comparison um, between a Daytona uh, uh, night race or dusk race, um on project cars 2 to project cars 3 and the differences are quite astounding not just in in the graphics that we were just talking about but also in the way the ai race Mm -hmm. um it is quite an interesting comparison um one thing i would say though the rumor that it is the mobile game i don't think is potentially right because as far as i'm aware ian bell confirmed earlier this week that project cars go or whatever it is called is still in development Okay. so it, they they might have taken like some I cues said, from that yeah
2: they
0: they they might have taken some cues from that and i could quite easily see that because y- you're right like when you first look at it the ui looks very mobile gamey but equally it's it's it does lend itself to the arcade genre when we look back at these arcade racing games it does fit into that so um and we'll come on to why that um, that's potentially frustrating, but it's also not a bad thing. Like, like as I said five minutes ago, being an arcade game is not a problem. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's not my thing. Yes, it's not our thing because we're more of a sim racing group. It's not a bad thing. It's not, not a bad is. thing. Yeah. Um,
2: having a col- good game that you can just jump in and have fun with is
0: ideal, in my opinion. Yeah, and and Arrow. Summed it up perfectly because games like that are a gateway into sim racing. Games like Grid are what got me into sim racing. Games like Forza Motorsport are, are what got me into sim racing. I slowly climbed the ladder, if you will, to get to the point where I'm now doing stuff like iRacing, ACC, etc. Yeah. So it, you need to have this entry point because if you're if the entry point to sim racing is iRacing. You're going to lose a lot of people. <laughs> There's simply not enough of a mm. a educational ladder of in which to improve your abilities. What do you yeah, mean? If only... It's your only
1: option. That's the equivalent of saying,
0: "Do you know how to swim?
1: No? Okay, well, here's thirty feet of ocean to swim in. Go
0: nuts <laughs> into the Pacific with you. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> what do you mean? I can only race this MX5?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> What yeah, you, the deep what, end very much what do you is mean that, at the Roval.
1: what
2: do you mean I can't finish the race because someone crashed into me five times? <laughs>
0: yeah, so you need this step to be there it's integral, so that that's why an arcade a good arcade game is so needed, yeah. especially when as we said earlier there's very little choice out there on the market for you mm-hmm. um,
2: and it's I'm just going to briefly pause for a second and just say that it's not that we there aren't things about project Cars 3 that we saw that we didn't like that's far the, from the truth mm. um the livery editor is <laughs> really
0: good honestly it is it, a lot of other games could take a lot of um inspiration from the yeah. way that they've had the personalization options
2: yeah while you can't like select completely custom colors um it's basically you can pick this shade of red or this shade of red but nothing in between if that makes mm. sense. Um, but the way it's kind of laid out where there's a, um, where cars have at least, Oh geez, how like three or four different manufacturer ready to go liveries that you can just select from, um, particularly like some of their historic content, all the mm. ones that they look period accurate. Um, once that the car actually used things like that, all of that's there. Um, It's much... It puts me in mind of Grid 2 system, where you can select a, like, pre-made... A pre-made base, and then add your own logos on top of it in certain positions. Except, something that I I really do like about Hodge Cars 3, is that it does... It um, sorts the logos by type. So, all your tire... That's a really cool thing. Yeah, all your tire manufacturers are there. All your... Um, fluid providers are there um all of your engine parts while they do kind of clump a lot of stuff (laughs) into that one category but all that stuff's very neatly organized so that you don't end up with having a car sponsored by Bridgestone that has or Bridgestone that has parolee logos on it things like that (laughs) um which also I looked at that and the part of my brain that has spent hours making some of those logos in Forza because they didn't come, um, pre-installed in Forza just kind of died a little bit. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sorry. I, <laughs> I interrupted. Sorry, Jordan.
0: But yeah, um, in terms of, uh, well, let's, let's get onto the subject of, uh, physics and, um, Uh, such a fun discussion. Um, Being an arcade game, this game has seemingly taken a a, a lot of effort to make the uh, controller uh, physics a lot better.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, Again, I I, I know I keep referring to Arrow. Um, He seemed to get along really well with the controller, and a lot of the other people who have played this game have also said that the controller is a lot more of an enjoyable experience. Project Cars 2 and...
2: It's always yeah. been an issue with Project Cars games was that like, whenever you took them to a console, it's like, well, I don't have a wheel, so I'm guessing I'm stuck with a controller.
0: <laughs> oh, the car's going over there now. Oh, okay. Project Cars 1 had this terrible thing where when you would do a rapid change of direction, it would lock in one direction and you could not break out of it. Mm-hmm. That's probably the most frustrated I've ever been with a sim racing title <laughs> yeah. Um, most... but yeah it seems as though they, they've taken great strides to improve that and and that's really good to see because if this had been an arcade game that had done controller physics badly again then there would be no defending mm-hmm. it um, as for wheel performance um, both uh, I, I've seen a lot of people saying that the feel of a wheel they could, ha- they could they would like to see a little bit more detail in terms of road feel in mm-hmm. terms of like um, when you have a collision, feeling a jolt through the wheel or something like that, and over curbs, but they've said both both Jimmy and Arrow have said it's a, it's fun to rag a car around. Like there are some, like Jimmy in particular, even though his review was largely uh, negative toward the game,
2: mm-hmm.
0: said that he had a lot of fun just ragging the car. That he, he I think he was driving a road Mitsubishi.
2: Yeah,
0: some description and um, Mitsubishi Eight. Could be. No, they all look the don't. same to me, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a big Mitsubishi fan. Um, but yeah, he, he seemed to have a lot of fun with that, and if they can update these things to have just these little... It doesn't have to be a full sim. It's not a full sim. It's an arcade. If, if they can just have this little bit of extra info to make a wheel a little bit more of an enjoyable experience, I think they'll be onto a winner there too, for, for introducing this uh, gateway community that used Project Cars 3 to get into sim racing, introducing them how to use a wheel. Like, they'll, they'll see people uh, going well on a wheel, and they'll think, oh, I want to try that. They'll buy a wheel. And then they'll get the wheel, and then they'll be like, well, now I can play some other games. Sorry, so... Evo 9. <laughs> <Had the gold laughs> <of the gold. laughs> Evo 9, are they. <laughs> yeah. um, and, of course, being Jimmy, it was Mint. Um, of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, with his logo. Yeah, yeah, because they've got a lot of um, uh, sim racing influencers. Influencers, mm-hmm. another horrible word. Um, Their they're brands in the game, which... Um, is a little bit interesting um, for those of them who might have expected it to be a different kind of game Um, so before I get on to the inevitable part of my rant which goes very negative I think the thing Project Cars for what it is what it categorically is not what the director of the game might continue to try and say it is Mm
2: -hmm.
0: for what it is an arcade game it seems to have ticked all the boxes. It yes. seems to have done a really good job at that, and and I would be interested to try it at some point just to see how it feels in my mind when I think back to how much enjoyment I got out of Grid Two Thousand Eight, yeah. example, for example. So yeah, I agree if, with if that you're... completely. However,
2: mm-hmm. I don't think I'm willing to pay the price that it's costing. F-
0: yeah, to buy the game thing. right now. It's, it's an arcade game that's priced as a sim like mm-hmm. uh how much is the standard edition it's like 40 50 something uh, like that i know the deluxe is like 60 70 which is ludicrous that's i know i know they ludicrous. get a couple of, i know they get a couple of days free access but man <laughs> that's for, for, i think and that's another thing that a lot of the um people who have played the game is it's not worth the money that it costs at launch. When it's in a sale, I think that will come down to the value where it might be worth picking up, but it kind of should have been priced at that point.
2: This is dollars. Um, $60 for the full game, $95 for the Deluxe Edition.
0: Yes. (laughs) Way too much. Way, way, way too much. Mm -hmm. Um,
2: Considering the fact that... Hold on. Let me check to see what ACC cost is right now. (laughs) AC <laughs> yeah, well, is, yeah. <laughs> is 40
0: yeah, ACC is 40 and that is, I know we're comparing <clears throat> essentially at this point we're comparing a sim to an arcade, but if you can charge that much for a sim, that should at least be what the price is for the arcade not not way more than that that's, mm-hmm. mm, nah um, but I think now it's worth talking about the thing that, <laughs> that we've kind of alluded to over the last few weeks but that uh, really has a appeared apparent with now that people have been actually playing the game and that's the way that it was marketed um let's start off with the name of the game project cars 3 now it's
2: yeah yeah it's a bit we said you call it project cars 3 we expect a certain thing
0: yeah and that's because the last two games were determined in their course now changing the direction of where you want to take your game is fine But I feel like when when it comes to sim racing and when it comes to titles like this where they have a known history, a known background, a known direction, I feel like it would have been worth changing the name, at least getting rid of the three. Uh, A nice example I saw from Aero, I think, was changing it to Project Car Shift because a lot of the general consensus has been that this game is a spiritual successor to the Shift games, to Mm. Shift 2 in particular. Dan
1: Bell has said as much as well.
0: Yeah, so... like. I feel like it when you're going through such a rapid change of direction, I feel like a name change would have been yeah. better so as to not mislead people. But equally, I understand why they didn't do that because they want, selfishly, it's a business, they want to make money off of the name. And yes. the name has a background, the name has a following, the name markets itself to a lot of people. So uh, it makes sense to call it that from a marketing, but from a business point of view, yeah. not necessarily I'm marketing. trying
2: point to find an effective metaphor. Um, the one thing I can come up with right now is that the creators of the NBA K2 title decides that, oh, NBA is going to be a game about baseball next year mm. instead of basketball. It, it's not a perfect metaphor, but that's the kind of sizable shift that we're talking about here. Yeah, it's kind it's, of similar to... It's completely focusing on a completely different direction.
0: Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's it's that balance of wanting to be able to make money off of your existing IP, whilst not wanting to mislead people. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like what I feel like we mentioned last week how NASCAR, the next NASCAR Heat game, will not be called NASCAR Heat. Yeah. It will be NASCAR, probably twenty twenty one or something. Like so, that. And and they've signified that that's because it's going to be a, a reset for them, where they're going to have an updated, uh, built from scratch engine, etc. Mm-hmm. So th- there's there's a period where there where the ethos of the game is going to change enough where it warrants this change of marketing just as a reset. That's what I feel like project cars three should have done. Um, The other confusing thing uh, in terms of the marketing, as we alluded to earlier was the repeated maintaining that it was a SIM. A lot of the marketing, a lot of the developer updates in the lead up to the release continued to maintain that this was as much SIM as you could want. It is a sim. Even even earlier this week, there are a lot of tweets from Ian Bell, the CEO of Slightly Mad Studios and the executive director for Codemasters, continuing to maintain that it is a sim. And it just isn't. And that's well, not a problem.
1: So <laughs> to, <laughs> to go on, stem off of what you just said there, Jordan, and that's, which you've seen my gripe that I tweeted back out at the Ian yeah. Bell, when he flat out says... I want people to judge the game for what it is, not what they want it to be. Hmm. He needs to practice what, is, what he preaches on that because yeah. it is, he's the one that continuously says, it's a sim, it's a sim, it's a sim. Well, if I'm going to judge it for what it is, which is an arcade racer, then yes, it's great. Not for hmm. what I want it to be, which is a sim, and it is not, hmm.
0: and, and that and was it's not a very thing. good one
1: if it is a sim.
0: So, he replied to somebody uh, the other day saying that, um, that they were saying that Assetto Corsa is a sim, not Project Cars. And, and Ian Bell replied saying, yes, AC is Assetto Corsa is a sim indeed, as is Project Cars 3. And then an hour later tweeted, as you said, that he wants it to be reviewed for what it is and what as opposed to what they want it to be. Right there is the duality of what seems to be going on there is that they could not from the marketing side
1: it's a very it hypocritical seems, statement
0: it is yeah and it seems as like the, the marketing department couldn't decide the direction that they wanted the game to be taken when the game itself has it's it's an arcade which again is not a bad thing i feel like i keep needing to underline this because it's it, i know our negativity over the last few weeks toward this game has potentially given off this ethos that arcade is not as good as sim that's might be true for the people who prefer sims like us but as we said earlier there is a market for arcade it exists. It's valid. It needs to be there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It ju- they just need to get Ian <laughs> and the various other members of the Project Cars Three marketing department to get on the same page. Yeah,
1: and you like, need to if, call if they'd speed been honest.
0: Because, a- as Ian points out in another argument, where um, somebody said that. Um, it seems to me you're using the same IP to mislead fans. And Ian replies saying, "Not the case. I stated long a long time ago on record that it was a spiritual successor to Shift," mm-hmm. and links an article where he did say that a long time ago. Yeah, um, but In 2018. Is, yeah, and the problem is that's that's all very well and good, but you can't then market it as a sin. You mm-hmm. just can't do that. That is misleading. Whether yes. you want it to, I feel like Ian has a potentially. Um, Contentious definition of what a sim is. I feel um, like he's taking it very literally.
2: A selective memory, as it would yes.
1: seem.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like he's... he's definitely
1: got the blinders on, I could tell you that. Much.
0: <laughs> I feel like he's um, in, definitely using the word sim racing far too literally and twisting it to think what he thinks. Because I think he views a sim racer as a simulation of racing which is yeah fair enough that that, literally yeah that's what it means but the way that sim racing is used now especially with the advent of esports and with with terms such as simcade coming into the mix a simulation is not how can i put this not all sim racing titles are simulations but all simulations are sim racing titles so, yeah, yeah iRacing I is a simulator. It is a simulation and it is intended to be as close to real racing as you can get. It is a simulator. Whereas Forza Horizon 3 ha- is a sim racing title because it is simulated racing. It is uh, virtual racing. Maybe virtual racing needs to be the new term for a sim racing title, or virtual racing. Um, because yeah, it's it's simulated racing, but it is an arcade title. So there's a they're all sim racing titles, but there is this massive margin between an arcade title and the simulator. And I feel like
2: yeah. Ian it's not is a purposely listing. Yeah, it's not a direct apples to apples comparison here. No, it isn't. It, it's apple to maybe like a pineapple. It's the program license <laughs> as
1: opposed to the to the platinum or the gold.
0: that's actually a pretty good explanation. Yeah, it's it? yeah. a silver
1: or a bronze as opposed to a platinum I don't mean gold. to sound
0: surprised, but yeah, that's that's a pretty good idea. Oh, yeah. you
1: not surprised because I'm surprised <laughs> with myself on this one. <laughs> well, uh, that just fun. came out of my mouth, it's like, did I just make sense?
2: You heard it here <laughs> first, folks. Lewis Saturday made sense. Note it down
0: in history. It's like me not rolling. Stop <laughs> the
1: bad, bad. Um I can see that for the advert for this one on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: To a radio um,
1: show episode season whatever episode or whatever lewis makes sense exclamation <laughs> point
2: lewis
0: don't tempt me
1: you it'll be I another year power. before that no, happens. Dude, that'll be the advertising point of the year
0: um but yes in 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 uh, continuing on with uh, with advertising uh just briefly before we um before i get off of my soapbox here um uh, it,
1: it's been it's, a very fair soapbox i so will give you that yeah.
0: It's 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 a, a bit of a paradox with with um, I, I don't keep meaning to single out Ian Bell, but um, he just confuses me. The man is an enigma, um, <laughs> because a lot of what he says elsewhere does make a lot of sense, and it's not like he is misleading people all the time. Yeah, like he, a lot of people have been saying, well, this game isn't really my cup of tea, etc. And he says, well, Project Cast Two is still there, which is true. I don't know why, in particular, somebody would. Yeah, yeah, I was going to get onto that. Um, I don't know why you would market your old game when trying to <laughs> uh, market your new game, but fair enough for him to say that. And then he also does say AMS two. Now AMS two is a very interesting factor into all of this because, obviously, for those of us who um, were expecting a or wanted a actual sequel to Project Cars two in terms of the continuing in the same direction, I couldn't recommend AMS two enough. Uh, I don't believe it is out for console, am I right? No, it it is a PC only title. So if you're on a console, that's that's uh, it's gonna yeah, suck. Yeah, you're a bit but... out of luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it, there are other titles out there.
2: Yeah, if you're looking for a sim on the console, definitely Project Cars 2. Despite the fact that it does have some issues, um,
1: or a set of course a competition on it,
2: or well, that was well, at least shit. Project Cars 2 is in 30 fps
1: yeah, yeah. The, and then there's that which admittedly this is for me personally i can t- sacrifice the visual experience over the feeling of a game or mm. a simulator that that's just me i know not everybody is the same way
0: but well, when you consider that the original set of i believe was in 30 fps i yes, have no problem with that game we're we're <laughs> we're
2: in 2020 now
0: yeah, it feels like sixty. Yeah, you know, if Bearing in mind, a set of quarter is as old as it is, which is shocking, considering how great it holds up still.
2: Mm-hmm. And how and, and a, lo- a lot of people have said,
0: yeah, and a lot of people said the same thing that sixty FPS should just be a standard for sim racing now, considering yeah. how important the visual cues are for a sim race. So sixty FPS should just be a standard, but that but that's another issue. Um, as Ian said, if if you're uh, somebody on pc who wanted a direct sequel to project cars 2 in terms of the direction i wholeheartedly recommend Automobilista 2 because not only does it look virtually identical to project cars 2 because they use the same engine the same graphics everything uh, the physics are slightly more refined than project cars 2 in terms at least for me i, f- I feel like a, i've heard a couple of other people saying that but at least for me ams 2 feels better mm-hmm. the content isn't exactly the same I know Project Cast 3, the, the reason we haven't really spoken about content in our review of Project Cast 3 is because the content's largely the same. There's a, a couple of additions, uh, not very many good additions in terms of the tracks, mm. but in terms of the cars, you've got like Formula E, you've got uh, the new Corvette um, GT which, e- e. Uh,
2: Which I will say again, that's one of the few reasons I would actually consider because. Yeah, same, same. <laughs> because it's the freaking C8R.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I'm not going to spend $60 to drive Uh, one brand new (laughs) edition. If I'm going (laughs) to
2: spend money to drive that, I'm going to wait a couple weeks whenever um, United Racing Design ever finishes their CAR mod for a set of Corsa. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) Exactly. But yeah, um, so yeah, AMS2 has got a different load of content compared to Project Cars 2. It's more focused down the historical route and being a Brazilian developer, there's a lot more of a Brazilian influence in terms of you know Very Brazilian stock cars. See our review a couple of months ago as, as to the content of that, and, and even last week where we spoke about the Silverstone yeah. um, add-ons. So if, if you want a direct sequel to Project Cars 2, get AMS2. That's... that's um, there's I, I a piece believe of advice for that the... yeah sure. I, I believe we jokingly offered that as consumer advice last week but a lot of people have been saying the same thing now so yeah i i would i've actually genuinely... been saying the same thing for 2 weeks now yeah genuinely i would i would i would recommend that mm-hmm. um so to to sum up what has felt like a very yeah. long run
2: and my project throat Earth's... is a little bit sore yeah project Cars <laughs> 3 is go has the potential because it's you know still pre-launch we haven't had its patch 1 update yet um and if soy mad is smart ha 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 um they'll keep working on it and improving it it has the potential to be a very good arcade racer however because of its name and um the audience that would typically buy a project cars title it it's just kind of it's made it very divisive Mm. Game, which you know, it's 2020. Everything's divisive now, including a piece of freaking fabric. But
1: <laughs> just wear a mask,
2: people. That's all I'm asking.
1: I thought you were uh, going to talk about somebody's color of socks or something for a moment. I didn't.
0: <laughs> I only I'm respect people forth. who wear black I'm socks. Wearing now. socks right now, so I don't know where I'm we where a, I stand on that. Um, Shoot, I'm a man. Person. I thought I was being I different with my Scooby
1: Doo socks. <laughs>
0: But um, but yeah, to, to echo off of what you said, yeah, the game the game itself has a lot of potential, and I feel like even even in the state it is now, it is very good for what it actually is. Mm-hmm. It, it is it's a very it seems to be a very fun arcade racer, and I maintain it. I'm actually quite interested to give it a try at some point. Um, I will be waiting for it to go into a sale though, because I'm not. Yeah, yeah, in it all honesty,
1: I I was fully willing, and I've admitted this on the show as well. I was fully willing, able to spend the money to give it an honest review. But after what I saw on Jimmy's thing, I don't think I could really spend that kind of money on it to give my opinion on it. Because yeah. it is not what I am expecting or what I would expect to see out of something like that. So like you, I'm probably going to wait until it becomes incredibly on sale. Like uh, down in the two, much, barely above two-digit range. Yeah,
0: Yeah, so, I'd, I'd be the same. I, I think um, the
2: most I'd be willing to wait for is like, off the price
1: yeah even for me
0: that's a stretch and and I feel like that's the price it should have been in the first place but but yeah I I, I think the the overall consensus is whilst it's not for us it can be for a lot of people and another thing I want to just briefly tack on to the end of this is um, um, I don't really want to get too far down the rabbit hole of uh, how certain influencers have been um, reacting to this game but I feel like with sim racing, and as you said, with stuff being very divisive in terms of all sorts of topics, from mm-hmm. as you said, a piece of fabric to oh, a sim yeah. racing. Oh yeah,
2: I know. Like, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, it, it's yeah, it's no. very <sighs> yeah,
0: it's very easy to um uh, I feel like the sim racing community in particular can be very irate at times, and that and yes. that's a uh, very well, much an understatement. The racing um,
2: community as a whole can be very yeah. irate. At yeah, some yeah. points, and I'm yes, I'm talking about you,
0: Forza community. <laughs> and I, I know it's, um, I, I know it's, it comes from passion, mm. but there comes a point it, it where from a passion doesn't excuse. Yeah. But... So I had a, I had a disagreement with a particular uh, influencer earlier this week about Project Cars, and I won't name names, um, even though from what I'm about to say in the minute, it'll probably become fairly obvious. But, but that disagreement came from something completely different. Uh, he, he is somebody who really enjoys this game. And and as we've said multiple times during this podcast, um, this game is, um, it's not for me, but it's for a lot of people. And that's absolutely fine. Um, a lot of children, however, who uh, perhaps share the same viewpoint as me seem, well, then went on to go and threaten this person. Yes. This content influencer and then send them even as far as threatening their family and sending them death threats. That's just absolutely stupid and ridiculous, and I I can't believe even in 2020 we still have that kind of
2: thing. It's a game.
1: Yeah, it's a game. in 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 fairness, regardless of what, no matter what it is, sending death threats is just silly to begin with.
0: Even if it's something that
1: completely, I'll use myself as an example. If something I'm completely against altogether, to where I don't even want to even look at it, I'm not going to give somebody death threats who has a different opinion than me.
0: Yeah. So I would urge people in the sim racing community because a lot of people are dogpiling on this game and people who are playing this game looking for them to say a negative comment um, because they don't like the direction it's taken. Mm -hmm. Pretty much every other comment in Arrow and Jimmy's streams, for example, were, what are your thoughts on this game? Everybody is trying to find out and, and have people who agree with them. If you don't agree with somebody, if they're enjoying this game, that's fine. Mm-hmm. have a discussion about it if you like if you're not willing to have a discussion yeah. then don't talk about it but like going to the point of sending death threats man i mean i i, I joking i i almost would say i thought we were past this but it seems to be something no, we're that's not coming back. no but, um yeah it's if there's one thing to take from all of this with project cars it is what it is it appeals to who it appeals to if it's not for you don't play it yeah and that goes for any title and then just be chill man <laughs> just be chill
2: yeah. we spend so much little precious time on the this green ball of weirdness that we call earth well, you know what ben i'm gonna
1: have a debate with you it's predominantly blue
2: i was about to say it's right <laughs> that's all the time we have for tonight's show. Um <laughs> No, actually, <laughs> we are legitimately running out of time.
1: Oh, wow. oh are we? Oh,
0: okay.
2: Yes. Well, so, um... well,
0: at least we gave everybody a <laughs> chuckle on the way out. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't expect to end this episode on a philosophical note, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, welcome well, to there the you Torah go. Radio Show, where we occasionally just... talk about philosophy yeah. as well as some racing news. Yes,
2: <laughs> your, your piece of advice from here at the Torah Radio Show just be nice to each other. Yeah. It's not that hard. Pretty much. Wear uh, a mask. Nobody's yeah. more well,
1: sensible than to the Torah's pastor. <laughs>
2: There's a callback. We haven't said that one. I else. haven't heard that in a long time. Yeah.
1: Anyway, <laughs> well, I so said thank century, you. Not faster.
2: <laughs> thank you all for listening to this episode of the Torah radio show here on RS1. Um, you would, of course, follow us over on Twitter at real underscore Torah. Um, use the hashtag Torah radio show. Let us know what you're thinking about Project Cars 3. Are you going to get it? Don't send us death threats, obviously, because
1: <laughs> sensible discussion. I mean, more sensible often. I, if, yeah. if... If you... you agree with us, just say you agree with us. You don't need to go into a huge tirade if about... You,
0: if you have yeah. any complaints, send them to Matt Hunter at the Torah Radio Show. <laughs> that works for me. <laughs> um, of course... Just so shared...
1: if you've liked the show, I've been Lewis Satterley. If you don't like the show, I've been Matt Hunter.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Um, of course, remember that Torah is also having a ASC test, multi-class test, <laughs> at um, Paul Richard... <laughs> Yes, I'm saying it wrong. Oh my On God. purpose, just to be just annoying. aneurysm, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are having a multi-class test in the ACC this coming se- um, uh, Sunday. Excuse me. Um, so we'll be tweeting out more information about that as we get close to that. Um, thank you all for listening to tonight's show. Jordan's been Jordan. Lewis has been Lewis, and I've been Ben. Um, remember that has been. been will I am. Yes,
1: no, yeah, that better not right. be a thing now. Um, oh, it will be because you called it Paul Richard.
2: Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to let that down for a while.
1: Anyway, no, Mr. Richard, try and end the show. <laughs> then end anyway, the show, Mr. Richard. I'm not going to stop you.
2: Be nice to each other. Wear a mask and stay too from.
0: <laughs>